0: why why did it switch to sandwich in the middle of it like is there a reason because at the beginning of the scene you start saying burger but then in the middle of the scene you start saying sandwich and then at the end of the scene you say burger again so like just where's the discrepancy why why has that happened ben matt do either of you have an answer for me it would really help me out because honestly this is going to keep me up at night at this point like i I don't understand i need to get into their heads What's poppin', y'all? Welcome to Post Finale. I am your host, Ankit Madeira. I'm an actor and a musician who hasn't seen a lot of films, so to make my friends happy and potentially provide some new perspective on some popular films, I am on a quest to change that. I'm not on this quest alone, however. This week, I am joined by one of my good friends... And he's an actor, a dancer, a musician. What other stuff do you do? Um, that pretty much covers it. Yeah, so he does all of that. This is Dane Christie. Welcome, Dane. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, of course. You get to be the first guest, and now we're doing video. Ooh. it's a, Look, it's a big change. We've been doing this as an audio-only platform yeah, for a
1: while. it's a big step for a podcast to go to video as well. Yeah. Glad to be a part of it. Uh, I'm on the first I'm, video I'm episode. I glad didn't, didn't you're know here. That. Yeah,
0: you're here for the first video episode. Yes. It's going to be fun. So, we're talking about Goodwill Hunting. Yes. Now, before I get into what I knew about this film, before, like, you know, that whole journey begins, yes. <laughs> um, what, because you were the one that told me this is one of your favorite films. Yes. When did you first watch it? What's your experience with it? Like, why is it? One of your favourite films, if you can tell me that without spoiling anything. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so I watched it probably... How old am I now? 22. Probably like seven years ago was the first time I watched it. So um, I remember speaking to my dad about his favourite films. And the two he said were like Shawshank and Goodwill Hunting. So I sat down and watched Shawshank with him. Loved that film. I was like, okay, he's probably got a good idea of what a good <laughs> film is. Um, so I went back and I watched Goodwill Hunting. And I love that film because it's just... I love Robin Williams, to start off. Any film that he's in is amazing. Yeah. Um, and the themes of the piece and just kind of like what it talks about... Okay. Um, ...is... I love a film that t- can discuss and talk about someone's, like, m- like mental state and how people's emotions work. <coughs> Especially a films that include talk about men in that mm-hmm. and with this film it's mass like 1998 something like that i, know, I think 1990s. it's
0: 97 98 i think it came out right around when i was born yeah. but i don't know exactly so, when it came out
1: again for a film to be talking about that when it's still in the point where it's like men don't talk about their feelings right it's like to be discussing that it was like so cool and it was like this kid coming from a really low background to go off and do amazing things it's also quite inspiring inspiring as a younger person Like watching that being like, all right, cool. I can go and do things if I want to go and do them.
0: Nice. Yeah. That's fun. Well, I hope we'll make your dad proud or he'll at least be sad about my lack of knowledge. (laughs) Um, One of the two is definitely going to happen. So here's what I knew going into this film. And because you're new on the show and for any listeners who are new, pretty much I don't look up anything about a film before I watch it. Other than where can I find the film to watch it? And how long is the film? Because I split it up. Yeah. So those are the only two tidbits of information that I actively look for when I'm searching a film. So this is what I knew going into it. Robin Williams is amazing in it. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote it. It's their debut. And they are also amazing in it. I think it has something to do with a hunting cabin and people's feelings, maybe. (laughs) Okay. And I think Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's characters are students, and then Robin Williams' character ends up being their mentor.
1: Okay. That's what I think is about to happen in this film. And I was going to say, like... After watching it, I'm sure you found out that about 60, no, probably about 70% of that was wrong.
0: Yeah, um, (laughs) to where I'm at right now, which is about exactly an hour into the film. It's a two-hour film, and Mm -hmm. I've watched to about an hour at this point. And I think the only thing that I've gotten right is that it's about feelings. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, oh, um, I, I did get that Matt Damon and Robin Williams Like, I, I got that the actors are great Yeah I, I got that, but that's a given Oh, 100% <laughs> That was a 100%. given, we already knew this So,
1: yeah, that, that's what I knew <laughs> Not a lot I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure I, I, Were you pleasantly surprised to find out that you were wrong?
0: <laughs> we'll get to
1: it Okay We'll get to okay. it <laughs> So
0: we about? start off with a beautiful score, strings, guitars, clarinets. It's a very nice beginning, very nice setting, just very calm and into the mm. film, which makes me already think that I am wrong in what I thought this film was about <laughs> because the music seems too calm to be about hunting. <laughs> so, and then I had a question. Why is Matt Damon's name and like Robin Williams' name before the title card that says "Goodwill Hunting and then you get Ben Affleck and everyone
1: else, like... Um, I think that's to do with the fact that Ben Affleck's only one of the featured characters.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, so it is, like, Matt Damon and Robin Williams Limbs are... Are the leads. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then there was one other name, but I didn't catch who it was
1: off uh, the top of my head. Bill Skarsgård?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because he okay. plays the...
0: He plays the, the professor teacher. who we yeah, meet yeah. very soon. But yeah, it opens with that. And then we are seeing, like... Kind of like a kaleidoscope, but it's a bunch of images of Matt Damon, and I was thinking that these are all going to be shots that we might see later in the film, and that would be a really cool way to kind of introduce his character a little bit. But it was just really cool; it was a fun little sequence of how to introduce the film. Nothing, nothing major there.
1: I think any like one good like what makes a good film. Obviously, good storytelling is the main Mm -hmm. part of it. But I think like when a film is also kind of, like, musically and visually pleasing, especially in, like, the opening. Oh, yeah. It it just draws you in from the start. Well, I mean, like, my...
0: One of my favourite films is How to Train Your Dragon. Brilliant, sound Brilliant soundtrack. Brilliant soundtrack. And it's... I know that music so well that mm-hmm. you can play me the first note of This Is Burke and I know what the music is. <laughs> like, but... Again, that's a beautiful way of showing how just the introduction music, if it if it captures you and it's grasping, you're invested. You, yeah. From the get go, you want to be there, and I I was there for it. Like I was like, oh, this is very nice. I didn't feel good because I thought that it was completely wrong on my predictions, but I enjoyed the music. <laughs> it was calm. It was lovely. Hmm. Um. So yeah, I didn't understand why it was only Matt because again, I thought like you know ben affleck was yeah. also one of the main characters now i've learned that he's
1: not No, he's, <laughs> he's the quirky best friend i, oh, well, I don't say quirky even he's no like, he's, he's just a, the best friend he's just the best he's friend. just the best friend
0: he's not really quirky
1: no but I, in ways i think it's as well as like that's good on his part as an actor because like obviously they wrote it yeah so he could have written his part to be as big or as little as he wanted and i think if he had got an ego about it and wrote it bigger and we seen more of that character i don't think it would have worked mm-hmm. like he he made the pathway for like yeah i feel like what he did was robin williams to take most of it
0: yeah i feel like you know a lot of credit to him because he just was like all that matters is that it's a good story mm. it needs mm. to be a good story we'll figure out who i play and what i do and all of that later but like let's make sure that it's a good story yeah so like all credit to him at least i think that's what happened i don't know um hey ben if you ever see this and you want to come set the record straight uh give me a call <laughs> 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 so yeah we open with that it's quite lovely and then we switch we see matt damon he's in a room there's not a lot of furniture around there's lots of books though so i'm like okay he likes to read cool we switch to an old lady someone's pulling up in a nice blue car turns out that it's Ben Affleck's character, and he comes to pick up Matt Damon. Um, currently, I still don't know anyone's names. So currently, it's actors' names. <laughs> dots it's all good. <laughs> and, uh, until we learn characters' names, they're actors' names. And, and sometimes I don't know the actors' names, so I... Uh, it, that guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, there have been moments where I'm like, I don't know who this is, but he's the man in the tux, or like whatever it is. So, yeah.
1: Um, I just happen to know the actors' names this time around. I mean, I'd be surprised if you didn't know <laughs> these. Then again, you've not seen that many films, so... <laughs> you might have not. You're not wrong. Um, I've seen... Have you heard of Batman? Yes, I have. Probably not the best film to meet Ben Affleck with.
0: I have seen Batman. I've never seen the Ben Affleck Batman.
1: Um, Have I seen the Ben Affleck Batman? I'm going to save you some time. Don't. Okay. No, I've (laughs) seen the Christian Bale Batman. So you've seen the right Batman.
0: And then I saw the new one with Robert Pattinson.
1: I've not seen that. Yeah, it was. I've heard very good things. It was fun. I was confused. But yeah, you're not missing out watching... I didn't know anything. <laughs> so, yeah. We then
0: get to the university and we meet a professor and he tells them to finish Percival for next time. And most of his under- most of them had it in undergrad, but it doesn't hurt to refresh. And I thought this was going to be very important. So I was like, who's Percival? What is Percival? What are they studying? What's going on? I don't know anything. Like, what is this place? He then also says that he has put an advanced four-year system out in the hall hoping that someone can solve it by the end of the semester mm-hmm. and when he said that i was like are they studying math are they talking about math
1: yeah the, it's <laughs> it's one of those in that classroom i was like because it's like i don't know what they're actually <laughs> studying yeah, it's yeah. Like, the minute you, you're talking about a book uh, talking about like i think it's an english book and then now you know you're like now there's an advanced math problem outside it's like what subject is well, yeah, because
0: it's like, it's an advanced math problem. And I'm like, cool. So it could be obviously. physics. It could be chemistry. It could be any of the sciences. It could be mathematics. It could yeah. be, like, there are so many things that it could be other than maybe biology. But the thing is, <laughs> as long as that math problem is there, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, so apparently the person who does successfully solve this will not only be in the good graces of the professor but will also go on to fame and fortune and get their name printed in the auspicious MIT Tech. Former winners include Nobel laureates, Fields Medal winners, renowned astrophysicists, and lowly MIT professors.
1: Himself. I was like, you've won. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly,
0: I was like, he has won this. <laughs> um, but I also like how he didn't try to say that he is that level. Yeah, yeah. He's, He's just like, no, nah, I'm just a professor.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, he's a weird character, I think, that, like, he has an ego, but he's not. And he's, like, I don't know. I, I, I would never work him out as, like, what his intentions were.
0: I don't feel like he has ill intentions.
1: Yeah, but I think that the the academic stuff is obviously what he prized yeah. most. Like, that's the most important thing in his life and kind of the most important for his students, mm-hmm. um, which, obviously, I think goes on get a little bit more of a backstory and a bit more view into that further, yeah, yeah further down the film
0: for sure so we learned that matt damon is a janitor at the school and immediately i was like ah he's gonna solve the proof so you called that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. immediately like once i
1: learned that he was a janitor at the school i was like oh great he's gonna solve <laughs> the this minute, the minute the scene is just like it's just him stood looking at the whiteboard, yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be solved <laughs> i
0: was like He's got this, like he's gonna commit this to memory, he's gonna go home, figure it out, come back, finish it. Like, done. Now I got bored and I happened to pause it. So I wrote down what this proof was. Or to my best ability, because like some of the cursive was hard to read.
1: So do you find out what it is? No. No, you just write it down how to no. no. scour and just come So to
0: I'm gonna it. I'm gonna explain this. If anyone <laughs> out there studies math or knows what this is, neither of us study math. No. Um, I am probably making my family
1: very disappointed in me right now. Um, <laughs> hey, I left I school with three maths, GCSEs, and then went, nah, I'm going to go dance on hey, stage instead. Look,
0: I, I really attempted math. I, I understand why it's important. Mm. And I got to calculus, and I tried in calculus. I just couldn't figure out calculus.
1: I'm glad I never went down that route. <laughs>
0: I started as a science major in school. I learned after a
1: year I shouldn't be a science major anymore. Ah, so when you started going, your family were proud of you. <laughs> I would like to think that they're still proud of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were the one who said they were. Don't pin this on Hey, me. hey, hey,
0: no, the, the only reason that I say that is my mom and my sister are both math teachers and my dad is incredibly smart and works with computers.
1: And I'm doing this as a job, (laughs) chatting about a film, (laughs) Hey, swings and roundabouts.
0: (laughs) So here's the proof for anyone who's curious. It's called the advanced Fourier system. And it says G is the graph. And there's a triangle, like an equilateral triangle with an oval that's attached to the bottom right hand corner of it. And on the left bottom of the triangle, like the left-hand bottom corner of the triangle, you have the number one, the right-hand bottom triangle where the oval connects is labeled two, the end of the oval is three, and then the top of the triangle is four. Now, what you need to do is find the following, the adjacency matrix of A, the matrix given the number of three-step walks, the generating function of walks from point two to J, and the generating function for walks from points one to three. I don't know what any of that means, but I have multiple questions. Even not knowing what any of that means. Where in the world did they find a J? (laughs) There was no J on that board.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, in maths we know. Unless I'm... Let's just get thrown in there.
0: (laughs) Where did the J come from? And secondly, how are they supposed to solve this? There are no measurements of
1: anything. That's the mystery of it. That's why, they get so mu- that's why they get so much praise. That's why they get, that's why they get into the M- M-I-T-, MIT magazine. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, if
0: any of you know math, let me know. Because I am legitimately curious.
1: I just have no idea what we're talking about. I just have to think it's one of those magical movie moments where they just wrote random squiggles. So, Steven's behind the camera, and most of you know Steven at this point, And he just pulled up some fancy
0: math equations and started nodding, like <laughs> either of us know what He's that is. He got it. He is a good Will things. <laughs> well done, Steven. Well done. Way to do the work. <laughs> so, anyway, we are at a bar now, and Ben Affleck, who gets called Chucky. So, is his name Chucky? Chuck? I think it's Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Okay. So, Chucky was just a nickname. Chuck. Tells Matt Damon's character, Will. That he didn't get on Kathy last night and he's not sure why so he yells across the bar (laughs) To Kathy and asks why she didn't give him any of the nasty little hoochie-woochie. She normally throws at him She responded with such a beautiful quote that I just have to read it Perfectly (laughs) here we go. She says oh You and your Irish curse Chucky like I'd waste my energy spreading my legs for that tootsie roll dick. go home and give it a tug yourself Fantastic response to someone yelling across a bar at you of why <laughs> you didn't, like, sleep with them last night.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty standard. Pretty standard. <laughs> like, just a great
0: response. So, Chuck is just looking at Will and is like, well, she's missing a tooth. She's got skin problems. Plus, like, five to two, she, Morgan's going to end up marrying her. And there are only so many times you can bang your, your friend's future wife
1: yeah so that friendship group is really clever. yeah yeah yeah
0: um, very very I nice. think
1: uh, I think it's like uh, to be fair as much as it is just like it appears it's just nonsense being shouted <laughs> at I think it's clever in the fact that it sets up one kind of the area and the people that they're with and like how and two I think it's like they use the language that they use to make them seem that they are just dumb
0: yeah but also like I didn't even think like they are considered dumb it's just yeah. like for me it was just okay they are in this friendship group it does a very good job of setting up the friendship group it is extremely extremely close yeah like these guys have gone through thick and thin together and they're probably what 18 19
1: yeah i think like uh, yeah, yeah yeah i don't
0: actually know how old they are but they're they're young at most they're their early 20s hey, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's movie magic they're <coughs> 16 and you don't know about it you know what Oh, no, they're drinking. Yeah, they're they're drinking. drinking. So So they're at least 21. They're
0: at least 21. Yeah. Because in the States, you can't drink until you're 21. Loses. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Steven in the background. I'm
0: agreeing.
1: (laughs) So Will
0: doesn't care about... Any of this, he just downs his beer and then gets up to leave. And Chuck's like, Dude, where are you going? It's only 10 p.m. (laughs) Fantastic! I love that.
1: I mean, yeah, we all have that one mate where it's like, We're gonna have for one drink. It's like, I'm not gonna go out for one drink with you because I know for a fact you're the kind of person that's gonna turn it into let's have a full night session. Yeah, yeah, everyone has that mate, everyone. And if you live in England, you have more than one of those mates. Yeah, (laughs) 100%. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and more often than not, you think, "Yeah, that's my mate." It's like you can be the guy, like you, like if, yeah, if you, if you're, if you're sat there going, "Like, I don't have one of those mates." You're the guy. You're the <laughs> you're the guy. You're the friend. <laughs> so Will
0: is back home and he's working on the proof, writing all sorts of math terms on his mirror, and then uh, nope, it was wrong. Erasing time, and then he stops buffering at work as he's you know buffering the floors, and he stops to right on the chalkboard to work and I was like okay so he's just incredibly smart but it just feels like he's had no opportunities or his upbringing has been rough in some sort of way and that's why he hasn't like been able to like there it's his past yeah that hasn't allowed him to his brilliance hasn't been
1: noticed yeah I think that's one of the key things in the film yeah yeah like Hundred percent, and um, I think it's really because he's got photographic memory. He can just read things and the other things yeah,
0: that's it. what I was kind of putting together. I put it together a bit later on, but I was like, okay, so he either has photographic or an eidetic memory. I don't know which one, mm-hmm. um, because I do know that they're slightly different, but it's never specified. At least how far I am, yeah, right now, yeah, I think it's an, I, like I think it's not specified. It's just
1: like hey, he's just yeah, he's just, he's just, he just has he's, this memory. Just you have to w- read a few books and get guess what? Just wake up, you're a genius.
0: Yeah, that's all it is. You know, I don't know why everyone struggles so much. All you have to do is read a couple books, <laughs> problem solve, read, read read a yeah. few more books. Yeah, done. So we're at the batting cages now. I love how this film, at least for the beginning, all the scenes are like two
1: minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it very much bounces back and forth. Yeah, um, but I think that's a good thing as well. Like I think it sets up him and shows that there's there's definitely two parts to his life, mm-hmm. and shows that he how I don't, really, I don't want to use the word common because I don't know that's I think it's like it shows his background and his character and where he's coming from and I it think that's of the main part of the,
0: the, the, the yeah it does also. a very good job of setting up Will is incredibly smart he doesn't come from
1: like a rich family. Mm-hmm. I also find it interesting that, like, there's no, from my memory, there isn't any, like, there's no mum, there's no dad. No. Like, but that gets explained in a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I didn't think anything of that, actually. Really? um Because I just thought that old lady that we saw at the very beginning, I thought that was, like, his grandma or something.
1: Alright, fair enough, I understand.
0: So I was just like, ah, oh, he's just raised by his grandma, okay. So, like, that was my thought. So, like, I just didn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But we're at the batting cages, and Chuck isn't happy because Will keeps pushing back. Will tells him to stop crowding the plate. And then Will proceeds to hit Chuck in the shoulder with possibly the weakest pitch I have ever seen. (laughs) It was, like, the first pitch where he misses him fast and good. The second pitch that hits him, I'm like, did they have a five-year-old through it? Like... (laughs) Could Ben Affleck not take a little bit of a hit? Could you not find a ball that looked like a baseball but was soft? <laughs> like, come on! Such <laughs>
1: no, just a poor little cameraman stood by <laughs> the scene and the weak arm. <laughs> no, 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 he has to do both. He has to hold the camera and throw the ball.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were on a budget. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I think it was 10 million. I you have no idea. Yeah, it was 10 million. Oh, no yeah, I, I 10 million oh sure. For the budget film. Yeah, I normally
0: look that up at the end, so why not? Doesn't make a difference, but like, cool. <laughs> you are on a budget. 10 million gets you a brilliant cameraman's glass bowl. <laughs> So, Chuck says that Casey is bouncing a bar up at Harvard next week and that they should go. Will asks why, and he's like, fuck up some smart kids. Get right in. So Matt then throws another terrible pitch, and then Chuck proceeds to head over. They square
1: up, don't actually fight, and we cut away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is is—it's one of them. I think it shows like that they are brothers. Yeah. Like, and as if, if like, have you got siblings? I have an older sister. Okay, so I—I I don't know if it's the same with you, but like, you will fight. But it's, like you'll fight. you your siblings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it can be for no reason. It can be for stupid but you—and I think that's that's. It should. It's not relationship.
0: I guarantee you I've probably got annoyed at my sister for walking into a room. While, like, I was doing something. And then she asked it. me a question and I was like, how dare you ask me a question right now? Like, And it was probably, like, a straightforward question. Of, like, hey, do you know where you left this item that, like, I need? And <laughs> yeah. I just didn't want to deal with her and got mad at her. That's siblings. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. Hi. <laughs> so, we're now at MIT, the class reunion for 1972, specifically. We have a barbershop quartet. We hear about two seconds of them and then decide that's enough of the barbershop quartet, and we move on. We get Professor Professor Lambeau. He's the same one from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, we finally learn his name is Professor Lambeau. So from now on, I'll just call him Lambeau. But <laughs> Lambeau is there, and the students approach saying that they are in his applied theories class, and everyone is up in the math and science building. And I was like, hold on, MIT only has one building for math and science?
1: It's just a really big building. Just Just one massive building. Do you ever see the outside of the building? No. Exactly. No. You don't know how big that building is? No, but I have heard of MIT. I don't I mean, most, I people have.
0: And I'm pretty sure that MIT has more than one math and science villain. Isn't that where all the smart people go in films? That's what I was told. I heard in Big Bang Theory, it's not a very good place to be. Yeah, that's... <laughs> um, apparently, Howard just gets bullied for having a master's
1: degree from yeah, MIT. And that's the most I've had. Yeah. <laughs> Could be some lonely little physics or engineer watching this going, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we respect you, because you do what you do so that we can have our lives
0: where we just sing and dance and make bad jokes. Yeah, but we're going to do something good. Build a lightsaber. I'd pay for one. 100% pay for one. Dude, I want a lightsaber on that
1: shelf, but like a real one. If Elon Musk can <laughs> sell flamethrowers to people... Why, why isn't... Why can't yeah. he make light swaps? Wait, Elon uh,
0: Musk is selling flamethrowers? No, so he
1: did. Wait, he did. when did he sell flamethrowers? <laughs> this is completely off topic. <laughs> That's fine, we right um, flamethrowers. So, uh, <laughs> he, he, he talks about it on the Jay Reagan podcast <laughs> that um, he had a... He has a company that just create random stuff and, like, he puts it and it goes on his shop so he started with caps and then they were like, what else? And it's like, they made a functioning flamethrowers they made 2,000 of them and sold (laughs) 2,000 of them. Which is mental. That's wild. Yeah. But, I mean, when you're that rich, you can get away with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tiny, man. Good little hunting. So, (laughs) (laughs) Lambo says that it's Saturday and unless you want to have a drink with me later tonight, leave me alone. Pretty much what he's saying. I was like, weird, creepy, but fine, we move. Yeah. And the students... Couldn't wait until Monday to find out who proved the theorem. And, you know, has the entire semester already passed was my question, because I was like, you had till the end of the semester. Like, what? I didn't process in my head that uh, Will probably
1: already solved the theorem. Oh, so you, <laughs> you just thought that? Like, <laughs> so, like, we're just in a massive time <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, like, I was like, I know that Will is going to solve this theorem. Right? I knew that. I already knew that this was going to happen. But then I was like, oh, we just jumped to the end of the semester. Okay. <laughs> okay. No! Turns out that wasn't true. No, no, no. So Lambo's confused. He goes to see the blackboard. And was the blackboard always that big? Did it always have the second half of the blackboard? Um, Because we definitely didn't see it in the first shot.
1: Maybe it did. Maybe Will just got another one out. And <laughs> just you know, he works in like he just—he's a janitor. He's a janitor. He, he has the keys. He can probably just get some screws, put
0: up another blackboard, and be like, "Done. Here you get the answer." He is the extra bit. <laughs> so it's it's answered. So like, sweet, that's good. And then I was like, "Oh look, who could have guessed that it was right?" Me. For uh, I'm just gonna say this: I'm wrong a lot based on just the beginning of that film <laughs> of my prediction of what was happening. So um. I take the small victories, Sarna. Cause there weren't many. <laughs> it's not going well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like if anyone actually like tallied up how many things I got
1: right compared to how many things I got wrong. Did you not like did you not read the talk like okay, so yeah, goodwill hunting, I get it, but it's like it's goodwill. Like so will hunting's his name. Right! But it's We'll good, get to that. Yeah, it's a double entendre.
0: Cause I didn't know that. <laughs> we'll get to that. So Nobody claims that they did, because nobody did. And Lambo seems to just have this intrigue on his face. Meanwhile, Chuck and Will are at a kid's baseball game. Apparently, Matt Camara's out. I don't know who Matt Camara is, but Matt Camara's not playing. And then Mac, who was the little kid, hits a double. Good for Mac. I just wanted to give that little kid props. He had one job in this film, and it was to hit
1: a ball, and he did it. I wonder how many takes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more than two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 110. Commissioner's just like this, this kid just comes in and is like, oh okay, so What do you want to see? <laughs> I just want me to hit back to back consecutive home runs. Alright, number one. No, 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 doubles. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: So the boys are all together, and one of the friends sees a girl with a nice ass, and he's like, Who's the gimme that she's with? Have you ever heard that turn of phrase before? Okay. <laughs> cool. Just just make sure. it short find out that the guy is named Carmine Scrubpugula, I don't remember, but his first name's Carmine. So (laughs) Carmine used to beat the s*** out of Will in kindergarten, and Morgan says, well, you know what, screw this, let's just go get food. He suggests Kelly's, Chuck doesn't want to go to Kelly's because, you know, Morgan just likes the takeout girl, and Kelly's is 15 minutes out of the way, and Morgan's just like, what are we going to do where we can't spare 15 minutes? (laughs) <laughs> they're, on a, they're on a tight schedule, right? Tight schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I can really tell that because all of them with no kids
1: are at a kids baseball game. Hey, they've got kids baseball at three and hitting it yeah, rather in the like, street. at quarter fast.
0: Like, they live in Boston. You're telling me that the most entertaining thing to do in Boston is go to a kids' baseball game where you don't know the kids who are playing. I mean,
1: it's probably the most interesting free thing for them to do.
0: That is probably true. That is probably true. Yeah. (laughs) Look, when you're broke, you do a lot of things for free. That's true. That's true. As we have found out.
1: (laughs) Being a student in London. Just living in London? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is true. <laughs> we just exist. Yeah, I'm saying that, like, like, after now graduating, my life has dramatically gone. It's the, it's the exact same. <laughs> I'm still us. The, the only difference is I don't go to class <laughs> every day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't really do much. Well, I, I, I work on a lot of other, like, small projects here and there, but, like, yeah. I just, I've just replaced working on projects with class. Yeah. That was it. But, like,
1: nothing in terms of, like, What I actually do for fun has changed. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Probably do a lot more there. Now? Yeah, I think so. I feel like I did more in uni. I don't know. I I had a lot... I feel like now it's like... cool Because I'm working in hospitality as well. It's like weird hours. So it's like... I'm not up in the morning. So I kind of go out for a drink tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. I think the reason that I say that I
0: did a lot more in uni... Is that like... When I went to uni... And I'm not counting my master's degree. I'm talking... Like back when I was in Portland, mm. but like we were doing ultimate frisbee, tennis, acting, music, random dorm activities. Like
1: we would do loads of different things. That's so cool that you have that you have the <laughs> the opportunities and the facilities to do that. Yeah, it's so different to what uni is over here. Oh, well, I mean,
0: you also went to an arts uni in London.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't I mean, think it was too dissimilar.
0: Yeah, I just went to a regular university where the arts were definitely, like, I think the smallest, like, little collection of us. To where, because I did music and theater, there was a show where I got cast in it, and they were like, oh, Ankit's the tuba player, so he can't miss the concert, so he can't do the show, because they they conflicted. And they were like, he needs to be in the concert because (laughs) we need him to play the tuba at the concert. I was was upset, obviously, because it was the first role that I had landed where I was, like, playing a singular character the whole way through. And so then I, like, called my professors and I was like, what do I do? Like, how do I fix this? And, like, we worked it out to where I didn't have to go to the concert. But, like, it's wild that, like... The department that, like, I was in was just so small that, like, they were like, nah, we can't take them out of playing tuba at a concert to go do this show. (laughs) And on that note, good one hunting. So, um, (laughs) hey, look, they have food. They're in a car. Morgan is asking for his food, and Chuck is looking for the food. Why is Chuck trying to hand out the food while he is also
1: driving? There are three other people in the car. Hey. When you got to get fast food, you got to get fast food. I agree, get the fast food. I have nothing wrong with the fast food. I'm just saying, I don't know, hand the bag to Will to hand out the food. Yeah, that's the first point. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't have the guy who's also driving the car. Okay. In and out, cause then yeah, the and then again, if they're, just, if they're just pulling away, obviously when you go to the takeout, the window that you get the food from is the driver's seat. Yeah, it didn't
0: look like they were just pulling away because they were on a street that had nothing else on it. Well, they can no, they were driving down the middle of the street. There were cars on both sides of them. Okay, then your point sounds okay. <laughs> so Morgan says, stop being a prick. And Chuck is like, hey, pay, pay for the sandwich. Like, I pay. And Morgan's like, just give me the sandwich. And, you know. So Chuck is like, all right, well, give me your 16 cents that you have on you now. And then we'll put away your sandwich on layaway. Keep it right up there. He puts it up on the dashboard. And then he's like, well, we'll just... Put you on a program every day. You come in with your six cents, and at the end of the week, you get your sandwich. (laughs) Chuck says he isn't sandwich welfare. Morgan should have to build up good credit, just like he bought his couch. A payment plan. Seems fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck just wants his double burger. Which is it? A sandwich or a burger?
1: They're not the same thing. Are they? No, they're not. I mean, technically. Hold on. Oh, wait. In, in, in The states. Hold, Hold on.
0: on we're event, gonna look uh, sandwich versus burger. Let's find out. Depends on the coast you're on. Alright, we're gonna we're, we're we're go on okay. the East Coast. Oh, wow. Here we go. So um because we don't call a chicken burger a chicken burger in the States, we call it chicken sandwich. Yeah yeah. So here's here's what I have. A sandwich typically has a variety of fillings, including meat, cheese, vegetables, spreads, and condiments. On the other hand, a burger is a specific type of sandwich that is made with a ground meat tag, typically beef. All burgers are sandwiches, but not all sandwiches are burgers. I guess so. It's the same thing with rectangles and squares. All all squares are rectangles, but not not all rectangles are squares. I think that's right. I think I've said that correctly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. So, I guess it's a burger and a
1: sandwich. I love how it's not even like... You've been. So, just before, going back a little bit before we started this podcast, Ankit um, is like, I don't understand the plot, really. I don't. I, that's my big thing. And, <laughs> and so I'm like, cool, we're going to go into that. And the biggest problem he's had so far is if a. Sat, and I think you sat. You probably paused the film to, to then think about it. so you definitely did! Why is he calling it a burger sandwich? Which one is that? I didn't did I look it up then? No, I just wrote down the note and I continued. <laughs> just going to have Ben, ben Affleck. And, <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> Matt Damon. But Matt Damon. Just being like, I know it's been a while since you've read this film, but going back. there's been some minor incorrections that I've put out. <laughs> can, can you just clear it up for me, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: why, why did it switch to sandwich in the middle of it? Like, is there a reason? Because at the beginning of the scene, you start saying burger. But then in the middle of the scene, you start saying sandwich, and then at the end of the scene, you say burger again. So, like, just where's the discrepancy? Why, why has that happened? Ben, Matt, do either of you have an answer for me? It would really help me out, because honestly, this is going to keep me up at night at this point. Like, I, I don't understand. I need to get into their heads. <laughs> <sighs> I need them on the podcast. Come on! <laughs> free invite. <laughs> to anyone who has probably acted in a feature-length film, free invite. Most people, most people. Yeah, there's a few you probably don't. Want. Yeah, yeah, there are
1: definitely some that the uh, who. Oh, not say names, but like <laughs> oh, I really want to say. This. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> it looks like dead down the lens. <laughs> I mean, the lens is right there. Here's a list. <laughs> Future bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> so, Next film. I'm gonna watch is Aquaman. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs>
0: Will sees something, has Chuck slow down, and we see Carmen, and he's being an asshole. Chuck starts to park, and Morgan says, well, we saw him 15 minutes ago at the park, if we were going to find him, we should have done it then, we have a snack now. I feel for Morgan, I feel bad for this guy.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, alright, alright. <laughs> every, every film within that, like, era, whenever there was a group of guys, there's always that, there's, there's like, you know, you've got, Main character who is because if you think of them, like the, the characters of Greece. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I haven't seen Greece. Okay. <laughs> Scratch that. Um, so got, I mean, I know the general yeah, characters of Greece, like, you, but like you, you, like, you have the main guy who's like he's falling in with the bad crowd. But he's really a nice guy. You have the tough guy, and then you've got the one who's just obsessed with <laughs> things comic relief. And then you've got the other one who like talks every now and then, but you don't really remember. It. <laughs>
0: yeah, Yeah, yeah. But I feel for Morgan. He has food. Like, just let the guy enjoy his food. Yeah. And he also makes a valid
1: point. If we were gonna find him, we could have done it fifteen minutes ago. Like, <laughs> come on, guys, efficiency. But now they have a fuel. No, th- that is true. As just are not in front of like kids. <laughs> <It's day 40. laughs> hey, they would have had backup there.
0: I feel like one of the kids would have been like, we like we we like uh, Matt Damon's character. What's his name? Will. We like Will. So like, you know. <laughs> we'll beat up Carmine. <laughs> so they get out of the car. Will runs up to Carmine, punches him straight in the face after saying, remember me? We went to kindergarten together. Oh, I forgot.
1: <laughs> that far back. Like, how were you holding a <laughs> carriage? Like, like, the amount of stuff that's happened to me, like, because we, 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 it's nursery here for us. Sure. Um, but, like, I, sure, I remember some things happening to me, but I've never... <laughs> remembered the person doing it and being like, oh, do you know what? If I see them now as a 22-year-old, <laughs> I'm just going to punch them straight in the face. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that time you stole my spaghetti hoops? How oh, dare you? If it was regular spaghetti, fine, but not the hoops. <laughs> but why can't... Like, you, could just said, you could have just said high school. <laughs> or oh, middle, like middle school. Is that right? In middle school. Yeah.
0: But, okay, I also... like I don't know. I wasn't beaten up potentially every single day in kindergarten. Like, it seems like this kid might have been. So, like, maybe it did like, leave him with some trauma.
1: I... Yeah, but, I got, like, but
0: I still agree.
1: Yeah, like, I I, I the pair of twins that... <coughs> beat me up for three days when I went to a nursery and then got pulled out. I don't remember their face. I don't remember their (laughs) (laughs) if I did, I'm not gonna see them in a You just remember that you were four? (laughs) You just remember that you got beaten up by two twins for three consecutive
0: days. Yeah yeah fair enough done a brawl then ensues. The kids who were playing basketball are, one, annoyed that now their basketball game has to stop. And two, they're also yelling, die, and harder. Like, they're invested, but also annoyed. And I, I'm here for their energy. And, oh, look, it's the cops. Will seems to be taking out a long, lot of anger. He has a lot of anger. Yeah. and he's
1: Because, like, Carmine's, like, down. And he's just still punching him. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot more behind Like, I don't think... The anger that he's... There's definitely, like, the punches that he's pulling and like, that yep. scene. It's not... It's not to do with the anger, no No. He, he's more angry at himself. Probably. Uh, definitely.
0: <laughs> but the cops come. He hits the cops. Gets arrested. Back with Lambo. That was that scene. It was a beautifully... <laughs> a lot of beating up. So, Lambo is... In his class, and it's packed, people are standing, everyone's there trying to figure out who is this mystery math magician. And I was like, oh, he's sitting in a jail cell. And Lambeau tells whoever it is to come forward. Nobody does, obviously. And then there's a problem, and the board has discussed it, and the colleagues have discussed it. The gauntlet has been thrown down, but the faculty has answered with vigor. And now there's a new proof for Will to solve. (laughs) So, Will is out, and his arraignment is next week.
1: Do you know what that is? Yes. So, an arraignment is to set a call day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so you show in, and, like, you... you, It can get thrown out there, but most of the time it's to set a call day. Okay, okay,
0: cool. So, Lenbo walks out of class, and he sees Will messing around with the blackboard, and assumes Will is graffitiing the work. Will says sorry and walks away and tells the professor to go fuck himself before the professor can catch up to him. Turns the corner vanishes away from Lambo. The second professor has stopped at the board, and I was like, oh, he's going to notice that Will was solving the problem, and that is right. Hey, look! That's exactly what happened. Lovely. Morgan is asking how dumb Will is for being fired from that job. When did Will get fired? Will got fired?
1: Yeah, be, because the thing is, why? Would, like, it made it that, I don't think I don't know if he got fired though, because because like, the person who would have fired him would have been the professor. Yeah. And but by that point, he would have known that he'd solved the equation.
0: So no, no, no. The because the professor wouldn't have had power to fire him. It would have been his boss. So it might yeah, have been. Have it, been have... it might have been his boss did it because of his uh fight and everything and P. Parole. Yeah, that makes. He might have yeah, gotten yeah. he might have gotten fired because of the that makes a lot of sense. Thing. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. that's nice, So he got fired. Chuck says that Mitch got fired for pushing around a broom, and Mitchell Mitch is like, no, he got fired because management was restruct- was restructuring. Now here's my question: Is the name Morgan or Mitch?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I think it's one of them that, that like they all have <laughs> they'll, they'll have their real names. But they'll have nicknames. That's
0: fine, but Morgan and Mitch are both real names. Which one do you call him? Because later on they call him Morgan again.
1: I think it's one of them. Is his name Mitch Morgan or like Morgan Mitch or something? I always took it as like Mitch was his nickname. I, his name's Morgan, his full name, like his first name Morgan.
0: Sure. It just, again, it annoys me that they don't call him the same. And, like, I understand having the nickname and the real name, but, like, they're both just real
1: names. I mean, I'm like, what? As it's coming on, and, and then you talk about this film, you point out so many irregularities that I would, I've never paid any attention to. Yeah, this is what I do on this show. <laughs> 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 I, I, I bring up all the tiny things that just confuse me. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. I mean, I get, I get I mean, if you're watching it, if you're watching it. Like, there's a difference between watching it with fresh eye, never seeing it, and then watching it with fresh eye, never seeing it, and half saying something about it. So, yeah,
0: yeah. That makes um, sense. It does take me, like, I watched an hour of the film, and I think it took me about three, three and a half hours to watch it. Wow. I take time. That's I mean, hot. also in my defense, um, I had the VPN to Canada. Because, you know. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Uh, it was only available on uh, Netflix in Canada. i Have been taken off English Netflix? I didn't find it on there. Oh, that's insane. And I mm-hmm. didn't find it anywhere else. It's so, a VPN Canada it is. VPN Canada it is. Thanks, Canada. <laughs> so, the boys are heading into a bar, and we're at the Harvard bar. There are no equations on the wall. This makes people sad. But it's okay, we move on. <laughs> While Chuck is ordering, he notices some hotties at the bar, and then does the cool guy walk over to him, like, you know, the suave, like, I got this. Um, yeah, I've never been that guy. Um, he, He walks up, the girls notice, and know exactly what's about to happen. They laugh, but then they are kind and begin to start a conversation with him. Chuck says that, you know... He's trying to say that he was in class with them. It was a history class. And I love how his friends kind of just move closer to watch the train wreck happen in, like, HD vision.
1: They're like, we need better seats. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, right, okay. Anytime you go out with your mates, if, if you're, like, if your friend is going up to someone and if you know it's going to go good for them, then fair enough, you're there and you're supporting. But if you know it's going to be an absolute trainer I'm, not, I'm just going to sit there, but we all do it. We all just oh, yeah,
0: it yeah, yeah. Possible. No, I, again, it was just... I was I was okay with this. Yeah. I was like, yeah, here we go. Like this is this is the day. It, like, I'm here for it. Cause here's the thing. They just needed better vision. They needed to know what was going on. Whether it goes well and then do you drink in happiness? Mm. Or does it go poorly and then you get to laugh in his face and then drink in happiness? Yeah. Either way, it felt like they were drinking and happy. It was that night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the name <laughs> away from that. <laughs> so another guy comes up and asks Chuck what class he was mentioning, and it must have been a survey course because I it was a history hate class. This guy. Oh yeah, he he's a prick. So Chuck says that it was a bit elementary, and then the new guy is just like, "Oh yeah, I remember that class. It was between recess and lunch." Terrible joke. Horrible. One of the girls is annoyed and just asked Clark, the new guy, to just go away. And I was like, oh, maybe not as much of a train rep as I thought this might be.
1: I think it's one of the, like, I, I just, first of all, the wig that he has on is, like, the, the, the hair piece <sighs> is horrific. But Clark is just, again, it was something a thing that, a lot of the times that they do it in this film and I get why they've done it because it, it's a stereotypical thing to do in that genre. It's like, whenever the smart guy comes mm-hmm. over to rip into the like the less intelligent characters, they always do it in such like, a like, slimy little way that it's just like, they make jokes like they're like, in between lunch and recess. Like, you're just being wordy for the sake of it. And actually, to be fair, like, you're not really that good at a comeback. But, oh, yeah, um, no, he is. I get why back. it was there. I get it, I get it. And I love the scene that is about to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. So... Clark says that there's no problem. He's just trying to, you know, have a conversation with a friend to gain insight into the evolution of the market economy in the southern colonies. He then proceeds to go on a pretentious little speech. I I didn't write down everything that he said in his pretentious little speech because I really didn't care about his pretentious little speech. So Chuck stops him, but Will jumps in and says, well, of course that's your contention. You're a first-year grad student who just finished reading some Marxian history, probably Pete Garrison. You'll be convinced of that until you read James Lennon, and then you'll be... James Lemon. sorry. And then he'll be talking about how Virginia and Pennsylvania economies were entrepreneurial and capitalistic back in 1740 until the following year, where you will be in here talking about Gordon Wood and how the pre-revolutionary utopia and the capital forming capitalism effects of the military mobilization. Smart guy, then. Smart guy, but Lovely. Clark then tries to clap back, but Will is already one step ahead of him. And he's like, he calls him out, and he's like, look, is this your idea of fun reading some obscure passage to try to pass it off as your own, just to impress some girls and then embra- embarrass my friend? Will says that in 50 years, you'll start to think on your own for once, and then you'll have two realizations that there are two certain in life. One, don't do that. And two, you dropped 150000 on an education you could have gotten for one fifty in late
1: charges at the public library. It's such a good... Like, it's one of them as well. It's like, this is the first time... I, I imagine this is the first time his, his friends have seen him be so, like, academic and be so smart. But like, he, he just... He is being a smart arse because that's kind of his character. Yeah, yeah. But you love him so much in that moment for it. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah, and he's not sure that. Like, he's he, he's literally just being like, "I can rip this guy's shirt." So it's it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, it's great. So Clark's like, "No, nah, we don't have a problem." He walks away. Chuck's like, "How do you like me now?" And I'm like, "Chuck, shut up!" Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand any of what he just said, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Chuck, you are lucky that your friend has a photographic memory and is a genius." Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> the boys walk away and they go shoot some hoops, you know, at the bar and stuff. The brunette girl then comes up much later and says, Will is an idiot, and she has spent the last 45 minutes sitting, waiting for Will to come talk to her, but she's tired now and didn't want to wait any longer. I'm going to look directly into the camera. Girls, if this is ever you, just (laughs) go talk to the guy. Guys
1: are stupid. (laughs) All right, I... It's a fair point. Uh, <laughs> just back to us. Um, but also I think in the film as well, it's like the, sorry, sorry, um, the film like I think he's doing that because I don't think he really gives one about love interests. Like, no, he's, he like, he's not someone who like He's even in the early films, like in the earlier parts where like his mates talk about girls' asses and like ah like Chuck was saying it's like, ah, how Munibang last night. Um he just is not one of his big curs. Um but I, I like like this is the start of that, and I think that's good. I also think as well it's a brilliant introduction to her character. Oh, it's a fantastic intro to Skylar.
0: Um, I agree. I don't think that it was like an issue or anything because again, he wasn't trying to hit on anybody. He wasn't attempting to flirt with anyone. Mm-hmm. He he was just there to save his friend from potentially getting punched in the face. Yeah, but but then, I also think Chuck Ch- Ch- could have taken it. Oh yeah, no. Chuck probably could have won,
1: but Chuck would have definitely gotten hit
0: at least once.
1: Yeah, yeah, true, true. Like, I'm thrown out.
0: Yeah, and like, Will was just like, oh, "We just don't want to get
1: thrown out." Like, yeah. that, that's really all he was. I've been do. in one fight already. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't, I'm already on probation. I don't, I don't need to add to that. Yeah. So yeah, but as I was saying, if you are interested in a guy, just go talk to him. It's allowed. It's quite enjoyed,
1: usually. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's just a weird, weird...
0: It's a weird little thing. Yeah. But Skylar ends up giving Will her number, says maybe they can get coffee sometime, and then he's like, yeah, we can go eat caramels. And it's like, just as arbitrary as
1: drinking coffee. I don't get why he says I this. don't get that either. I think, again, I think it's just because... He's trying to be smart. Yeah. Yeah, I was always about, like, I think it is trying to be smart because I was like, is it is, it, is, it just, is it is he trying to be smart or is he trying to show that he actually doesn't really care? Yeah. And I do, I do think it is it's the the former that it is. He's just trying to be smart.
0: Yeah, probably. The former a lot. I No. So everyone heads out. Will sees Clark at a diner, then proceeds to make fun of him for getting Skylar's number and him not getting her number. And they all go our separate ways. Oh yeah, you like apples? How do you like them apples? I got a number. Such, <laughs> such a good little bit. Oh. Well, On that lovely note, we're gonna take a quick intermission and we'll be back. Hello everyone and welcome to the intermission. I hope you are all enjoying this episode of Post Finale. For anyone that is a new listener, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. And the intermission is just a little place where we take care of some housekeeping things. Now, first thing is that as you have probably heard around the 18 to 19 minute mark, the audio changes... That is because we had a technical issue as we were recording the episode and we didn't realize that the mics had shut off. We were using a new audio software, but don't worry, we used the backup audio from one of the cameras, so that's why the audio sounds a bit different, but hopefully everything should be fine starting back up with next week's episode and the mics should be working fine. Now, this next thing is mainly for those watching on YouTube, but you may have noticed that Only one of the close-up cameras was working. Again, a technical issue. That'll be a problem for this week and next week, but we think that we have rectified it, so hopefully all good there. Other than that, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. It really does mean a lot. We're on a new journey starting adding video to this podcast journey. It's definitely been a lot of work and sorry for taking all of November off. Some personal issues as well as some technical issues came up that we had to deal with. So we figured taking some more time to take care of those things and then come back and releasing the content here in December, back starting up with Goodwill Hunting. And don't worry, we got some fun films coming up as well as some new shows. So be sure to to hit that subscribe button if you're on youtube for co-op forge we got some new shows coming out in the new year here in a couple weeks so be sure you don't want to miss out they are going to be a good time and just a couple more things real quick before we get back to the episode if you are enjoying all of this content you can support us at patreon.com slash co-op there are no spaces no hyphens nothing like that but If you do enjoy the content and want to help us out, be sure to sign up any of the tiers. It really does help us out a lot, and any of the money that's made is going straight back into the podcast to make them better viewing and listening experiences for you all as listeners, and we couldn't do this without your support, so thank you so much. And the last thing is just a cheeky little plug, if you happen to be in London during December 12th through the 16th, I am doing a pantomime show called Nativity. It is an adult pantomime, a retelling of the nativity, and I am playing Joseph. We would love for you all to come out. It is December 12th through the 16th at the Bread and Roses Theater at 7.30 p.m. I'll leave a link in the description of the episode or the video if you're on YouTube for finding links to get tickets to that but I really hope that if anyone is in the London area and is able to come out it would really mean a lot and be sure stick around after the show and I'll come say hi and everything as well but thank you all so much I hope you're enjoying the episode and let's get back to it so we'll get some and Lambo and the professor are looking for Will He goes to the building and grounds department and thinks that Will is a student, but he isn't. The supervisor says you can't give out names unless there's a complaint. Lambeau says, you know, he just asks nicely. The boss finally just gives him the information and says that Will has a parole officer. And we're now at Will's hearing where Lambeau shows up. He says he is saying that a civilian can hurt an officer if it is a matter of defense and the law says so. The prosecutor is upset at Will, and Will says, I have the right to defend myself, according to the Constitution of the United States, which provides him liberty. Liberty, in case they have forgotten, is a soul's right to breathe, and when it cannot take a long breath, laws are girded too tight. Without liberty, man is a sin Cop, is another word for sin cup. Again, just really showing how much of a smart." Is.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, I think he's, he's such a cocky character. Yeah. Such a cocky character. But it doesn't do him any favors. No. At all. But especially, like, in any any film, whenever, whenever a character's like, I'm gonna represent myself, it never goes well. So, like, I was rewatching, uh, I am re watching
0: Wizards of Waverly Place right now, because why not? Fair enough. Yeah. And I just, like, did a thing where... Did you ever watch that show growing up? I watched bits, yeah. Okay, so, like, you know who Justin is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they're on trial for exposing wizardry and everything. And Justin defends himself, and then just his... He duplicates himself, and then the duplication is just like, you're guilty! And it's like, wait, what? And it's just like, you know me. I love the law, and I abide by it. And he's like, I respect you for that. It never
1: goes well! No. <laughs> But I think, yeah, he's just using any excuse to be smart. Yeah. Any excuse. Because I don't, I don't think he cares. No, he doesn't care
0: about anything.
1: No, I just don't think he. He, very, uh, he wants to do something with how smart he is, but he, yeah, I don't think he values what, what he can do, or values himself much, to be fair. Yeah. I think that's very. I mean, even in the early scenes. Very fair.
0: So the judge cannot believe his rap sheet. Um, June '93 assault. September '93 assault. Grand Theft Auto in February of '94. He defended himself and got the case to us by citing free property rights of horse and carriage. I'm sorry, are you saying
1: Grand Theft Auto of a horse and buggy? No, I. I think he's just done that. You know that thing. Where, There's no auto in that. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, I think he's just done that thing where, like, again, I think it's another like law show or movie trope. That there'll always be some weird standing rule that, or something, some previous case that's been overturned. <coughs> this or this. And I yes. guess he's just, he's read that somewhere and been like, well, I can use that. Yeah, probably. So,
0: yeah. He also, January
1: 95, impris-
0: impersonating an officer, there was mayhem, theft, resisting, all of them overturned, several foster homes and removed from three due to physical abuse. So we learn more about his growing up and yeah. like his backstory
1: a bit of okay that explains why mom and dad aren't around. I think it's another thing as well it's like this I think this scene is one that can be quite easily overlooked. It's just it's just the court scene. But actually when you listen to it like you've been listening to everything it's like this is the point where because you, you already know he's a bit of a messed up kid. Like, yeah, yeah. You know You he, can tell that he's, he's got violent tendencies, he's obviously got blah, blah, blah. This shows, like, this is now revealing to the audience, going, this is everything that this guy's been through. Yeah. Like, this is everything he's done, his past. Like, this is how much it is it, weighing on him. And explains, like, okay, this is why you've not done anything with what you've got and you've never had the environment right. to do... Um, ..to harness your potential mm-hmm. um there's another reason why i really love this film because yeah. it, like you again it's a time period where this stuff was not really spoken about like it's a very it's a very taboo i think um still kind of is like people don't really speak much like to do with this stuff it's very hush hush or if we do speak about it we speak about it on the opposite side. um So, again, there's no reason why I absolutely love this. Because I I love films that are... especially, like, from my belief system, like, films that talk about, kind of, mental health. Mm -hmm. And um, But, like... But that's not the focus of the film, if that makes sense. Like, we can talk about it in a very good way. Yeah. But we're not going to make you sad and draw you to that. It's just, hey, here's a reminder that this is a thing. Right.
0: I don't think you know, it affects anything or anything like that. Like, it's just a good reminder. But the judge doesn't care about any of this. He's like, you hit a cop, motion to dismiss is denied, 50k bail. And I was like, oh, Lambo's gonna pay it. No, I was wrong. Lambo does not pay it. He's a university (laughs) professor. He has no money. Yeah, I I, I don't know why I thought MIT professors get paid. (laughs) (laughs) That's not me. Not bad. So... Will calls Skylar from prison, and he also, while he's on the phone, sees Hervey, another prisoner, comes in. Will knows this guy from Chuby! <laughs> Again, it's a very short
1: scene, but just tells you that, okay, he's been in and out. Oh, yeah, exactly. like, we just have this massive reminder of your past, by the way. Here's another one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Will also then asks Skylar if she wants to meet this week. And then takes a shot in the dark and asks if she is pre-law. <laughs> Which I appreciate, but also, like, just a question. Um, well, currently, you're in prison. What is your plan for this date?
1: <laughs> I don't know. He's just, he just, don't feel it. He, he, he just, he just, he knows already, I'm gonna be, I'll be free. It's just, again, going back to it, it's that cockiness and arrogance that he just has. He just knows. He just knows. He just knows.
0: So, Will is brought into a room to talk with Lambeau, and Will asks what he wants. The judge has agreed to release Will under Lambeau's supervision, and Will then starts to pull out some cigarettes and starts to smoke. Where did he get cigarettes in prison? I don't know, but he's already got connections. <laughs> it's his chubby friend It's his chubby friend <laughs> Thanks Herbie <laughs> So man, here are the two conditions One, he has to meet with Lambo every week And go over the proof That Will is working on To get into some more advanced com- combination. Yeah Combinational Mathematics Yes? No, words are hard Ladies and gentlemen, words are hard <laughs> I've only decided to make a career out of them, but um, words are hard. And also, he has to see a therapist. And that's when I was like, oh, is Robin Williams the therapist? Yes, he is, <laughs> and it is magnificent. Will laughs at the second idea, and if he fails to meet any of these conditions, he will have to serve the time. Will agrees to do the math, but won't meet with a the therapist, and Lambo asks, is it better than spending time in jail? Hey, look at that, it's better than spending time in jail. <laughs> So, Will and Lambo are in the room working on some proofs, and we see that Will seems to be doing very well with whatever the math equations are. I don't know, I didn't write these ones down. <laughs> they seem to be enjoying their time together, and Lambo seems to be very proud of Will, and it's all going well. The other professor, the one in the glasses, looks a bit jealous.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't like him. I don't like him! I cannot place why? He's that lapdog that he's just like, I feel like. The entire time that he was in, like, in, in the film, it felt like he was just there to big up the, like, the main professor. I just, I feel like there's going to be some twist
0: in the second half of this film where he's going to have a bigger part and end up, like, somehow ruining, or trying to ruin, like, Will and the professor and, like, their reputation or something.
1: You're going to be thoroughly disappointed.
0: Probably. But, like, I I think this is... I want this to happen. I don't trust him. I don't know why I don't trust
1: him. But I don't trust him. Uh, Yeah, I think he's just the... He's just the He's just not nice. So... So, Not needed. Fair. Will is flipping
0: through a book called Help Yourself. It's by a therapist. And then tells the therapist that Mike was having the same problems as Chad, the stockbroker. Oh, I'm sorry. Chad, the (laughs) stockbroker, put the air quotes in the wrong place, Uh, that they were having. He's absolutely right. The the therapist says that, you know, whatever the pressures are, he's not judging, he's not labeling them, but they are hurting his potential. And no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo, might I just say. I love the word shenanigans, I use it. I love the word tomfoolery, I use it. I have never heard of the word ballyhoo. No. <laughs> Again, it's a cool word. Great word! I feel like it might find its way into my vocabulary if I can figure out what it means. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of strange looks when you use that word. Dude, I get strange looks right now when I say, ah, oh, I'm just up to some tomfoolery. And people are like, what in the world? Like, who are you? And I'm like, ah. <laughs> and I'm going to get go home and drink tea and crumpets. Yay! Yeah, I'm just doing some tomfoolery. <laughs> In reality, what am I doing? Um, nothing. Yeah. Probably walking down the street, maybe singing to myself. <laughs> depends on if I'm listening to a podcast, a book, or music. Yeah,
1: yeah. It just depends on what I'm listening to. Yeah.
0: Sometimes nothing.
1: Sometimes I just sing to myself for the sake of singing to myself. Yeah, I think it's just the most musical types. Musical yeah. types dude.
0: dude, I write lyrics. Sometimes I have Things stuck in my head and I just cannot figure them out so I'll literally just be singing to myself on the tube trying to figure out like how the words are supposed to fit because words are hard words are very I don't like words words are hard so Will says that you know he's right and just saying what he and I'm just like alright you're just saying what you know the therapist wants to hear the therapist also realizes that and is like you're not getting off that easily and Will says that he hides yeah. from people goes certain places, hides, interacts. The, care- the therapist keeps prodding, and Will goes to fantasy clubs, and when you get there, you hear how much the house music owns you. And he is having an absolute blast. Like, Matt Damon in this scene is just having an absolute blast of describing the house music. Like, he's <laughs> just enjoying himself. And it's so much fun. Um, yeah, Will asks then if it's hard for the therapist to hide the fact that he is gay, Therapist is very confused, and Will's just like, Well, two seconds ago, you were ready to give me a jump. He doesn't care, he doesn't mind. He doesn't mind if he wants to putt from the rough. The therapist uh, is just like, No, I cannot do this. Will is a lunatic, and he leaves. Goodbye, therapist.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of them that this, that, like, that scene in the scenes, like, I think it's like the next scene, is like, or the, the battles he has with the different therapists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so great because it is just... Ta- like, for him, it's tactical back and forth. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, who can outsmart, outsmart who? Yeah. And then... Like, he's he's trying to play a game. He's just oh, trying yeah, to figure out... Like None of this is serious for him. No. He's just toying with them. Absolutely none of it.
0: He then sees a second therapist. And this one is having Will lay down and trying to get Will to describe his childhood... And he's like, oh, well, I'm seven and there's this figure hovering above me and it's touching him down there and he's nervous. And then I was just like, I still don't like the glasses with the professor. He seems very fishy. I don't know what's going on, but I don't like him. Why is he looking at him like this? I just I don't know. I do not trust him. <laughs> Will then starts singing and then everyone in the room realizes that he's just singing a song and being an absolute ass. The therapist... Changes as well. Lambo gets mad at Will for not cooperating and tells him to get out. And the glasses professor says that he called Mel Weintraub. Lambo says it's no use. And Lambo has one last idea. And that the person that might be able to get through to him was his old college roommate. And that's where we're ending this episode. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, we gotta leave the suspense. Look, I, I haven't seen the, I hadn't watched the film before, but I, I understand how films are made. We gotta, we gotta leave the suspense. No, 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 we're not, we're not, we're not done, done. Um, but that's where we're wrapping up this episode. But it wraps it up after, before probably the best parts of this film. Yeah, come back for episode two of this one next week. But before we leave, Dane, if people want to find you out in the world doing
1: fun things, because you're about to do some. Fun things, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna about to, about to go do a panto tour for eight weeks. Um, but if you want to find me, the best is probably my Instagram, I think. It's way I wanted to find out we're we're, doing this. we're finding out live,
0: ladies and gentlemen. And by live, I mean live for us, not live for you. This is all pre-recorded. Yeah.
1: Um, Check it out. Yeah. Great. I'm like, <laughs> I it too, so it is like... Yeah, so if you're <laughs> going to find me uh, best on Instagram, it's dane.dc1. I'll be putting posts on kind of like stuff that I'll be doing. I said I'm doing a panto, and I went to Cyprus for eight months uh, which is going to be really fun, and hopefully some fun things after that. Wonderful. Do you yeah. know where you're going on the Panto Tour yet? I don't yet. The dates are yet to be announced, but when I do, they will be up on my Insta. For anyone Fair. So, coming
0: if you are in the UK, in and around the UK, you might get to see Dane doing some lovely pantomime stuff. <laughs> um, and if you happen to be in Cyprus between uh, January and
1: September? August? September? Uh, no, no uh yeah january to november january to that's 11 months my friend well one month is rehearsal oh
0: okay january to uh november November. you go to cyprus and go see dane and also i guess the rest of the country but you know mainly to go see dane (laughs) but dane thank you so much for joining i can't wait to have you on for the next episode as well listeners thank you so much for listening until next week we'll catch y'all later Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Post Finale. Post Finale is created, hosted, and produced by me, Ankit Madhira. Our editor is Pranav Nair. The music is by Ankit Madhira and Megan Hutchison. And the art is also by Ankit Madhira. If you would like to gain some access to bonus content, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com coopforge You get access to notes, you get access to bonus audio, bonus video, and there's definitely going to be more content coming out as some more shows are going to be coming out here very soon on Co-op Forge in total. But thank you all so much for the support. It really does mean a lot. Be sure to tune in next week as we continue talking about goodwill hunting with dane he's back for another week and we continue figuring out what's going on in will's head and let's learn more about robin williams' character but until then i'll catch y'all later